In today's episode, I'm talking with women's body peace coach Nina Manolson as she guides you on a transformative journey towards making peace with your body and learning to love what you see in the mirror. Join me alongside Nina as she shares invaluable insights and practical strategies to help you embrace your body with compassion and acceptance. Through heartfelt back and forth dialogue and empowering guidance, you'll explore how societal pressures and negative self-talk can impact your self-image. Nina offers tools and techniques to shift towards a positive body image, cultivating self-love and a deep sense of body peace. Listen to this episode all the way to the end to gain inspiration and empowerment on your personal journey towards body acceptance. Welcome to another episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. This podcast is about personal growth, self-improvement, and reaching your full potential. Guests include experts in the fields of psychology, coaching, mindset, weight loss, wellness, and more. Each episode provides tips, tools, and strategies for becoming the best version of yourself. From developing positive habits and mindset to managing stress and personal transformation, this podcast provides practical advice and inspiration for anyone seeking to improve their life. Whether you're looking to enhance your relationships, health, or overall well-being, the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast offers valuable insights and strategies for unleashing your true potential. Welcome, everybody. Another episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. And today I have with us Nina coming from Boston. So Nina, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I am good, Brad, and I'm delighted to be here with you. Well, thanks so much. This is going to be a fun and interesting uh, talk today. We were talking off camera a little bit about my target audience and the target audience that you work with, uh, uh, women in particular and and, and a certain age range. And you uh, call yourself a body peace coach. So let's start off with that. Exactly what what is a body peace coach? What do you mean? Why is that important? Yeah. So, um, First of all, I want to explain what is body peace, and then I can explain what is a body peace coach. So unfortunately, the best way to explain what body peace is, is by going to what is body war. And unfortunately, so many of us know exactly what that is, right? That's that feeling of, I don't like what I see in in the mirror. I, I open my closet and all my clothing are yelling at me, telling me that I'm not the right size. I eat something and then I doubt that I should have eaten that and I wish I hadn't eaten that. And all of the mental aggressiveness happens. The self-criticism happens. The I am not okay. My body is not okay. The way I'm eating is not okay. The not enoughness, right? I should do something. That's the war. That's the, oh gosh, where is the new diet? What should I start on next? Right? That's the body war. And what I'm interested in. in Yeah, I was just going to say a lot of women uh, are in that. So many women are in that. There was um, a study done that said that 70% of women criticize themselves at least 10 times a day. A day? Really? A day, at least. And many women, when I quote that, it was, I, I can't remember exactly what the study was like. It was actually somebody like L'Oreal or some one of these big brands that did this study. And um, and when I quote that, women say 10, 
Oh my gosh, it's hundreds of times. It's every time I go by a mirror, a window, uh, catch a glimpse of myself, walk into a room and compare myself to other women, right? It's a nonstop, negative, self-critical, angry, abusive conversation that happens with our own body and towards our eating behavior. And so that war is first of all painful second of all exhausting and so we need something else we'll take a quick break from the podcast to hear this short announcement are you tired of not being excited about your life and the person that you are are you ready to begin living a more purposeful life a more authentic life to step into your true potential and create the life you deserve and desire If so, check out my all-new 10-week Dare to Be You Life Transformation Online Wellness course. This course will guide you towards living more authentically, more purposefully, and with more joy and passion. You'll also learn the steps for creating your ideal life and how to become the person you were truly meant to be. Register now and hurry because spots are limited to eight participants only. And as part of this special promotion, I'm offering a one-time beta test price at 90% off the regular course value. For more information and to register, click on the link in the show notes. Get signed up now. And now, back to our episode, Women's Health, How to Make Peace with Your Body and Learn to Love What You See in the Mirror with Women's Body Peace Coach, Nina Manolson. Right. And what our culture has done, thankfully, is said, great, we have this new movement. It's called body positivity. It's body love. But I actually feel like that doesn't resonate for a lot of the women that I work with. It feels too aspirational. It's too like, wait, and now I'm supposed to flip the switch. And now I look in the mirror and go, I love myself. That doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel real. I literally tried that for 10 years and affirmed myself every day in the mirror. I love myself. That doesn't fly at all. So I, in my work with women over 30 years, was like, you know what? It's not body hate. That's not where we want to live. It's not body love because it's there's no relationship that's ooey-gooey love every single second of the day. We want an authentic relationship with our body we want to feel at peace we want to feel like we're respecting ourselves we want to feel like we're nourishing ourselves we want to feel like we're doing the best for ourselves that we're really an ally we're really on our side so to go back to the question what is body peace body peace is feeling truly at home in your own skin and what am i as a body peace coach i help women reclaim that relationship and really feel like this is an an authentic and sustainable relationship where I'm truly on my side. I'm truly supporting myself. Well, well, first let me say as as a male coach here, I do work with with women and and older and middle-aged women. And of course I've known about body image and, and some of the struggles, but until just now I had no idea the extent of the struggles and and 10 times a day or more. So that is crazy. So for any men listening right now, please understand and be aware of this issue, uh, how, how very real it is for possibly the, the woman and partner in your life. So let's begin to chip away at this. Uh, as a body peace coach, then how can women, anyone listening to this, uh, well, how, how can they begin to develop this, this healthy relationship with their body and all that? 
Right. So, Brad, you said a really yeah. Well, Brad, you said a really important thing. How do we change the relationship? Right. The relationship is the key word there. We are having a relationship with our body. Literally, if you take nothing else from listening to the two of us chat today, it is that you are in a relationship with your body. And as such, what kind of relationship are you in? Right. And what kind of, say that again? Or what kind of relationship do you want? Yes, exactly where I was headed. First, let's find out where are you? right? Just like your GPS on your phone. It figures out where you are before it tells you where you're going, right? How to get to where you're going. So let's figure out, are you in an abusive relationship with your body? Are you yelling at your body all the time? Are you restricting your eating all the time? Are you shoulding yourself? I should work out more. I should eat less. I should, 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 right? That's an abusive and painful relationship. So let's start there. And then where do we want to go? What is the relationship that would feel really good for you that doesn't feel like, oh, great, I can do this for two weeks and then the whole thing is going to go to hell? No, it's something I can actually do sustainably as I change and age throughout my life. And I'm guessing that most women probably are not even aware that they are in a relationship with, with their bodies, especially the war part. They're probably not even aware. That's such a good point. Most women think, well, this is just what it is, right? We have this body and we're supposed to, I call it live next door to your body. We're supposed to manage her, that body that we live next door because most people, not just women, but most people live in their head. But we want to actually live in our body. That's where the juicy part of life is. That's where the pleasure is. That's where our sensuality is. That's where the delight, sexuality, sort of be feeling vital is in our body. So if we're living that idea of living next door, our body, oh, she should go to the gym or she should do this thing. That's not a relationship. That's estrangement. We actually want to feel connected because when we're connected to somebody, right, we go, hey, how are you? And that person goes, hmm, actually today I'm a little tired. Oh, really? What do you need? Kind of need a little minute to like chill. Oh, okay. Well, let's plan that into the day versus how most women do it. You're tired here. Here's some coffee. Here's some sugar. Let's keep rolling. You need to hustle for your productivity. What have you gotten done today? It's already 9 a.m. It's aggressive. It's angry. It's not fun. And a couple things I want to segment off of here, but I'm guessing that for, for women, this relationship they have with their body affects every aspect of their life, their job, their being a parent, a mother, their relationship with a significant other. So if, if I could say like, this is kind of the center, the relationship with their body is kind of the center of the rest of their life. Is that a fair statement or a question? I guess? It is so right on. The way that I think about it is this is the most important relationship of your life. And just as you said, Brad, it impacts every other relationship in your life. It impacts the relationship you have with your primary partner. It impacts the relationship you have with other women. It impacts how you show up professionally, how you show up in a room when you walk in. 
This is the most important relationship in your life. This is also the longest relationship of your life. You're born in this body and you are going to die in this body. So how do you want to play it? And I can tell you again, as a, as a man, I'm I'm learning a lot right now. So we just mentioned, okay, this idea of of being at war with your body. We want to shift to this place of being at peace with your body. What take us through? What does a healthy relationship for a woman with their body look like when when you begin to to transition or or transform a woman from you know the war to to the peace? What what, what does that look like? I, I guess kind of describe what a healthy relationship for a woman looks like with their body. Oh my gosh, I so love this question. I talk so much, yeah, right? Like, that, so. I just love that question because I always talk about negative relationships and I hear about negative relationships. So I'm like, oh, this is juicy. Here's what a positive, healthy, supportive, nourishing, respectful relationship feels and looks like with your body. You wake up in the morning and you feel like, yay. I get to be in this body. You open your closet and you're like, how do I want to adorn this body? Not what does fit, what doesn't fit. Oh, I should fit into that. Oh, I should clean up my, mm -mm. how do I want to present myself? How do I want to play with my sensuality, with my own personal brand of beauty today? right? We look in the mirror, we brush our teeth. We are not focusing in on tiny details. Oh gosh, there's a new wrinkle and there's a new role and there's, mm -mm. we're like, oh, let me feel myself brushing my teeth. Let me feel myself washing my face. We're embodied. We get in the shower and we're not like, okay, let me think about my to-do list and let me do everything with five in two minutes and I'm out. No, we feel the soap on our body. We feel the lotion. We feel the, the magic that actually being in our body is. Then we go downstairs for breakfast and we go, hmm, what does this body want for breakfast? Do I want something crunchy? Do I want something smooth? Do I, when, when's the next time I get to eat? Do I have meetings until one? Wow, that's five hours. Okay, let me eat something that's really hearty, that's going to make me feel really solid for a while and stabilize my blood sugar. Great, let me nourish myself with that. Oh, you want a little something sweet? Hmm, what would do that for you? Well, how can I best support you? Oh, and you, now you're going to meetings for a while? Let's pack some food for you because you know what? You're a human and humans require food. So you will probably need to eat between the next time you actually sit down to a meal. What would you like to take with you? Would you like some nuts? Would you like some fruit? What would you like, right? It's a conversation. That's what a supportive, nourishing, peaceful relationship is. And then sometimes it's, oh gosh, I don't feel so good, right? Oh, I got a stomach bug. Oh, I got COVID. Oh, I got an injury in my knee. Oh, oh, body, ouch, sorry. How can I best support you? You haven't done it wrong. Life happens. Bodies change. Injuries happen. Illness happens. Aging happens. How can I walk with you? How can I ally with you? That's what having a good relationship is with our body. We are an ally for our body. How can I ally with you to make you feel most supported and most 
kind of that at ease, at peace. That is so huge and, and, and so powerful. And then again, I hope you're listening and paying attention because this is so important, especially if we want to support the, 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 the partner in our life, the significant other. Uh, let, let me ask you this. There's so many things I want to segue off of here, but how, women have a lot of pressure in society to be a certain size, a, a certain image. So it's not just dealing with what's going on in their own mind, but what society is saying. Well, you got to be this guy, you know, the beach body, you know, is a common phrase. How do women deal with the noise of society that says you have to look a certain way or a certain size or something like that? Because that's got to be huge for them also. I just wanted to take a quick pause from the podcast to ask a favor. If you like what you are listening to today, please share this podcast and this episode as far and wide as possible. The more folks that listen to the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast, the more lives that we can impact. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. I would truly appreciate that. Thank you. It comes at women and at men mm-hmm. nonstop. Right now that we have the social media era, we are getting messages of what the ideal, I'm putting this in air quotes, the ideal body should look like. We have beauty ideals that fit into a box the size of a postage stamp, right? If you don't conform to these three things, thin, young, right? And Hollywood beautiful, well then, sorry, you're out of luck, right? right? So those messages are coming at us all the time. And to notice that, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. And instead of being like, oh, I should be impenetrable to them. Well, instead, let's just get angry and be like, oh, are you serious? Again, that airbrush model again, that message that I'll lose seven pounds in seven days again, right? To really start noticing it because it's there. It's a 70, the diet industry is a 72 billion with a B billion dollar industry that is marketing to us to make us feel like we're not okay. Now, anti-aging, right? So we've got the diet industry, then we've got the anti-aging industry, which is a global industry, is a $67 billion industry. So we have over $100 billion industries, right? Over $100 billion are being spent yearly to make us feel like we're not okay. So if you're feeling like there's a lot of noise out there, that's the truth. And we're not gonna totally change it in this conversation, but what we can do is is arm ourselves and arm everybody who's listening to go, oh, there it is. There's money promoting shame. Yeah. What, what you're saying is huge. And thank you for, for speaking about men too, that this is affecting men now too. I just recently read that that men, especially young men, like 18 to 26, mm-hmm. are being more and more pressured to have six pack abs. And so they're getting these crazy like tummy tuck type surgeries for men to have these six pack abs. And I just read a story about a young man who went down to Mexico to get one. Oh no. See surgery and just came back and tense, intense pain for days. And, and just, just crazy, but 
this is truly fascinating, but this must be a very, uh, what, what's the word I want to look for? Daunting? I don't know if that's the right word, but challenge when when you stop, have a woman, especially a new client that is at point A, the war, the war part of a relationship, guiding them on that journey to get to point B, the loving, healthy relationship. What, mm -hmm. what like that's I mean that's not just like you flip the switch is it <laughs> no I, mind or, or what <laughs> yeah I really wish there was a switch I would be all over it but we've all done those switches right we've all most of the women that I work with could really write their own book on nutrition they've done all the diets they know all the things they've counted all the calories and the grams and the charts and the points and the all of it right they've done it all and to me, it's not at all daunting. It's actually incredibly juicy because when women say, I'm done, I am done with hating myself. I am done with feeling bad about what I just ate. I'm done about being confused about what to eat, about trying the next diet of feeling like a failure because I've tried the hundredth diet and now feel bad about myself. There's an actual place of real excitement that oh my gosh, I could change this and I could free up space in my brain to do something else besides obsess about my food and body. I literally just this morning spoke to a client and she was like, oh my gosh, there's like all this room now to like, what do I actually want to do in my life instead of counting points and calories and feeling bad about myself, right? I, another client, same thing. She was like, oh my gosh, somewhere like into the work, she was like, I'm going back to school and getting a master's degree. Like a passion comes back because we're not in the focus of we're wrong. We're in the focus of, wow, I am powerful and I have agency and there is incredible wisdom in this body. So the beginning of this journey, yes. Is there unlearning? Absolutely. In the beginning of anything we want to change, we want to shed the light of awareness, right? So just like we were talking about the diet industry or the anti-aging industry, it's like, oh, there it is. There's that label that says it's anti-aging. There's that diet culture that's telling me if I lose 10 pounds, I will be a better human and I will be suddenly, miraculously, all things will be cured, right? We want to bring that awareness also to our inner critic, oh, there I am criticizing myself. There I am criticizing myself. And a powerful word, a single word that can really help that process mm -hmm. is when you catch that critical voice, ouch, oh, literally okay. that word, ouch. Because what you're doing is stopping the action and going, this is, doesn't feel good instead of, oh, that's just the way it is. You know, I'm a woman in a body that doesn't conform to society's beauty standards. So I'll just feel bad about myself all the time. Ouch is like, wait, something's hurting me. And what it does is stop the action and helps us instigate our ally, right? It's not the cure-all, but it, it shifts the conversation. Wait a second. This neural pathway of self-hatred and self-criticism, because that's what it is, it's a way that our brain has been trained into believing that we're not okay. Wait a second. Ouch is like, ah, that's painful. And slowly helps us develop new neural pathways that are supportive. 
that's the rewiring of, of the brain, the mindset piece right there. Yeah. You also, yeah. Said, let me ask you this. You said something a little while ago that uh, nearly every day for 10 years, you would walk in front of a mirror and say, I love myself, the affirmation, but it didn't work. You said, so why didn't it work? And how did you get it, get over that hurdle then, I guess? Yeah. So it's the difference from, and this is Neva Peran, who's a researcher in Toronto, who's uh, studies embodiment, talks about two, she talks about many kinds of embodiment, but two kinds of embodiment, um, subjective embodiment and objective embodiment. Objective embodiment is what does someone else think about me, right? And it's sort of this top down, head down, external versus subjective embodiment. This is what's inside. This is what I feel. This is my experience of my body. So when I'm looking in the mirror with an affirmation, I love myself. I'm like trying to convince myself. It's not an actual embodied experience. It's not coming from the inside. Mm -hmm. It's also too far. I call it the flyover, right? I have a body peace map and I call this the flyover. We're going from body hate to body love. Oh, I'm just going to skip all the parts that are painful in my past, the trauma in my body, all the times that I've been in diets and felt like a failure. I'm going to just skip all that. And we're just going to bypass, do an emotional bypass to, yay, I love my body. It's not real. It doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel like it's in our cells. What we need to do is actually be in a more neutral place. Oh, there's my body. I have lots of feelings about it, right? In the beginning, when we start a mirror work, I don't do usually with people right away, comes a little bit later. But when we do start doing mirror work, it's like, oh, there's my body today. Okay, I may have feelings. This is not the body I wanted. I may have grief. I miss the body I used to have. I may have this sense of, I wish this longing for this other body, but this is my current body. I call it being body current. This is the body that I am, am in currently. When we can be in that current body, then we're much more likely to support that body. When we're trying to do something to our body to get to the future body or get to the past body, we're not actually here. We're not actually in relationship, right? If we think about it with a person, right? If you're talking to a niece, a nephew, a kid of yours, and you're talking to them as though they're 10 years from now or two months from now, they're going to be like, hello, do you hear what I'm saying right now? If you talk to them as though they were five years old, they'll be like, hello, I grew up. I'm different now. We want to be engaging in our now body, in our current body, in this place of subjective embodiment. This is what it feels like presently. And that does take a little work in coming out of our head whoop, into our body. That is so powerful what you're describing. I, I kind of summarize what everything you just said in, in two words, like self-love, love who you are currently and presently, uh, including the body. And I found that when you do that, and then you go to lose weight, you're coming from a place of love and weight comes off much easier versus a place of fear. Have you... Had that experience then with your clients? So my experience with self-love is I love the idea. Again, I love the idea of body love. 
but I sometimes feel like it's challenging for people to really get to that place. In fact, um, Brad, if you're willing, I have actually a poem about that because I often hear from women, loving my body is just too hard and loving myself. And so can I share that with you? Absolutely, yeah, please do that. All right. Um, and I started writing body piece poems a few years ago and I write them um, partly because they, they were my body story. They're women who I work with. It's their body story, but it's really a way to speak to this relationship with our body in a, in a different way. So just let it wash over you and see how it makes you feel. Okay. So this is called loving your body is too hard. Okay. I tried. I really tried hard every day. I would stand in front of the mirror and affirm, I love my body. I love my shape. I love myself. I channeled my inner Louise. Hey, I wanted to be that person who loved herself, loved her curves, even loved her thighs. It didn't help. I still heard that mean mirror voice laughing, mocking, cutting at me in her disbelief of my body love. Loving your body is too hard. It was too hard for me, too big a leap, too far to go from being indoctrinated by diet culture, by an industry making money from my shame. Body love was only for the thin. If I was anything but thin, body love was settling. Body love was giving up. So I gave up on body love. I settled on a body relationship, a real relationship full of hate and anger, so much grief a relationship riddled with annoyance, impatience, and snarkiness. And the longer I hung out in this real relationship, I found something started to shift. New experiences started to emerge, true appreciation, actual body peace, moments of ease. And then there it was, like a gem glistening amidst a mountain of rocks, some love for myself some actual body love. In the midst of the mess of relationship, the reality of everyday feelings, there she was, sparkling. Appreciation, compassion, caring, support for myself. Body love. Body love is too hard, too big a stretch. Let's start with being in a real messy relationship. Start there and see what gets uncovered i'm literally speechless right now that's the most powerful poem i i have ever heard um i literally i'm speechless right now that that was incredible thank you so much for sharing that i will definitely replay this episode and listen to that many many times so nina this is an incredible conversation very enlightening and eye-opening for me to understand really the struggles that women have in the relationship with their body so i deeply appreciate you coming on here today uh, nina how can folks reach you if they want to get in touch with you the best place to reach me is my website if you go to body peace with nina it's all one word.com there's some really powerful free tools there one is a free masterclass which walks you through different kinds of relationships that we have with our body. That's there. There's also a free practicing body piece journal. And in it are, if you were sitting, there's 20 questions 
that I would ask you if you were sitting with me to get you starting to think about and unpack your relationship with your food and your eating. And in there, there's some body piece poems as well. Um, and so that's a great place to find me. I also have a body piece app that has tons of resources, all my poems, the, the journal. So if you go into the app store and look up body dash piece, you'll find me there and I'm on all social media. Okay. okay. And again, for anyone listening, I'll put a link to all of that in the show notes. Well, Nina, this has been a true pleasure today. Like I said, incredibly enlightening for me before we sign off. Is there any final take home message, tips, advice, anything you'd like to share with our listeners? I want to say if you're hating your body and feeling shame about your eating, it doesn't have to stay that way. It can change. And you deserve to feel truly at home and at ease in your own body as it is. You absolutely do deserve that. That is that is huge. So again, for anyone listening today, thank you. I always like to say, but especially today for, for women that are listening, we need to get the message of this episode out into the world as much as possible. So please, please share this episode as far and wide as you can. And again, for, for any of the women listening, if you have a, a, a man in your life, a significant other, a male in this case, please share this with them because we men need to understand what the women are thinking and feeling and going through. This will help us to help you. We always ask, you know, well, I don't know what she's thinking or feeling. Well, this will help you to understand that. So please share this episode far and wide uh, as you can. And wherever you do listen to podcasts, please hit that subscribe button as well and leave me a five-star review. I would sure appreciate that. Nina, it has been a true pleasure. Thank you very much for being here today. I just, I'm literally speechless and I've just learned so much. And everyone, I always like to say until next time, be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream. Take care, everyone. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you. This has been a production of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. For more information on how you can work with me, my products and books, including my all-new book, The Slow Easy, A Beginner's 12-Week Guide for Getting Fit and Healthy and Running Your First 5K, visit my website at www.trainingwithcoachbrad.com. This book introduces a whole new method to being fit and healthy, something I call The Slow Easy. Be sure and look for that. You can also find all of my social media handles there, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. And remember, if you like what you have heard, please pay it forward by hitting the subscribe button, sharing this with a friend, and leaving me a five-star review.